Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. on the sidelines with the dogs. All right, I don't know where he's going to go, but I know this. He's damn good. And I'm talking about Brock Bowers. Bowers spoke to the media today, and Mike, he didn't say much. But when is he ever? Quote, I feel like I'm just one of those no-issue dudes. I'm not going to cause any off-the-field issues. Then, obviously, I'm just a competitor. I love to compete. Just want to play at the highest level. He's so simplistic, Mike. And I I said this to Mike. um, I don't know what Brock's hobbies are, okay? I don't know what he's into off the field. But whatever it is, since he's been at Georgia, I have no idea what it is. And and that may be a good deal considering going to the NFL because it's almost like he's this enigma. He just shows up on Saturdays. He does his job. He does it at a high level, Mike, and then he's just gone. And I, I, if I'm a team, I love this makeup of Brock Bowers. He is uh, – obviously, it was Kirby's dream. He's any coach's dream because you're not hearing about him. And, look, I was telling Chris, you know, it's funny. I, it's People think guys from California are like, hey, brah. Like, who's that doofus we had at tight end? Uh, California cool. Hooper. Austin Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, totally aloof. And just like, I wanted, you all want to punch him in the head. But uh, this guy, he's, he's a farm boy from never. I, I mean, he grew up on a farm, but he's, he's basically got the attitude like a farm boy from Kansas. He's happened to be from Napa, California, you know, which is if you get out the main street and the wineries, it's country. It is. So it just, it's interesting. This, whatever this guy's got, you want to bottle it and you want to give it to the rest of your team. Because you're right. This guy just puts his head down and puts up amazing stats and puts up amazing plays every single game. Um, does it matter where he goes? He's not that guy either. I'll go wherever I end up getting drafted. I, I really just want to see him, just from an offensive standpoint, go to an established quarterback. I hope he does, Mike, because I think that's going to help Brock Bowers. And, and his game already translates to the NFL uh, in three seasons in Athens. 175 balls, 2,500 yards, 26 touchdowns. And, of course, he won back-to-back national titles uh, with the Dogs. Let's hear what he said today. Uh, one of the things just about him being a competitor. Yeah, I think I'm – I'm just a competitor. I love to compete, and I think that's the main thing that uh, drives me and wants me, makes me want to be better than um, the guy across from me. And and he's one of these guys, by the way. He may not blow you away in the interview because he's just to the point. But again, I don't care about all that. Mm. Like some of these guys, I need to be impressed by specifically Mike, the quarterbacks. Maybe a guy on the defensive right. side. Maybe he's a leader. Brock's a tight end. I don't need to be impressed by how he comes off because his game shows all of this. He also talked about why he came back to UGA and uh, wanted to play. Yeah, I think that's just how I was. I mean, it was it was football season. We were playing football, and I, I wanted to play. And I was watching all my all my teammates playing, and I was just sitting on the bench. I mean, I was like, this this kind of this kind of sucks. So I wanted to be <laughs> back out there and playing with the guys. That's coming off the injury. Remember, right. we all questioned should he even play, and Mike, we were like, will he play? And then Kirby, I think it was Kirby who came out and was like, he's not made up like that. And then he came back and played. He didn't have to. Brock Bowers could have set out. And right. I think that speaks volumes to, again, it's NFL teams. It's not a big look- deal. It's a 
huge deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Barbara Dooley. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean, guys and, and like dudes, it, we've talked about now, guys tapping out of like bowl games and it doesn't matter. That's why I think, you know, Dalvin Cook surprised people playing in that Orange Bowl the last, his last game at FSU. It's a big deal. Speaking of FSU, just real quick, I know it's apples to oranges talking about tight ends, the defensive linemen, but a guy that I got to see up close and personal a couple of times was a stud, Brayton Fisk. Big-time defensive tackle puts up a crazy number today, a 4.78. You and I were watching the video earlier. So that's a dude that brings, like, a Grady Jarrett-like attitude and and work ethic and leadership to whoever drafts him, wherever however high he goes, maybe now up into the second round because of the performance so far. He is a big guy that can move. That's stuff you can't teach. You can talk about technique all you want, but but that quickness and speed that he possesses at that that weight is pretty impressive. You think uh, Amari Mims is going to be done by the uh, end of the first round? I mean, can we trade back up? I mean, we've got a lot of options. We could do a number of things, but that's a guy I'd love to see in a Falcon uniform, speaking of Georgia Bulldogs. I think he's going to be gone. Yeah, way gone. I think Like top 15 gone. Yeah. I think, Mike, these offensive linemen – by the way, this draft is great for three positions. Quarterback? Wide receiver, offensive tackles, okay? Mims is a guy that a lot of teams are already on, and I just, to your point, if we could find a way to get him now. Hmm. Listen, if you make a deal, and you talked about this earlier today, we were talking about this earlier, when you said, you know, move back and gain some picks, right? If you're going to give up a second, hypothetically, let's say, for Justin Fields, Hmm. how do you recoup that? And can you then parlay that into something, Mike, to maybe go get a guy like this? But you still would have to maneuver, I think, around the top 15. I don't Mm. think you could get him at 21 or 22. But we're going to see. I think he's one of the top offensive linemen uh, up there right now. For what it's worth, and look, give credit to Jerry Jones. I mean, for everything else that he screws up or can't get over the top, he does draft some really good offensive linemen. USA Today has got the Cowboys taking Mims at 24. Makes sense. Now, that's, again, everything stays as is. Right. Right? That's just – in these mock drafts, and this is what I always tell guys, because Mike, when he mocks, I'm like, hmm. things change so much. It's never that way on draft night. But if things stay like they are, you have to assume nobody moves, and this they have pick 24, he's right. there. Great. All right. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The other thing, Mike, is we were talking about the dogs today. It's our dog report, guys. Coming up, we'll talk more about what's coming out with our Falcons at the Combine today. Georgia last year, Mike, was number 18 in the nation against the run. D-line has to return to dominance. And we took it for granted, I think, when they had Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis, how good and big and physical those guys were and how you had to double-team them. And that always left somebody, you know, to to roam and and make plays. But that's not good enough, I don't believe, to get you back to a national championship and to win it. So they got a couple of veterans coming back. Stackhouse, uh, Brinson, I believe, is. Warren Brinson's coming back. But but uh, the bottom line is, I don't know if they've got those dominant tackles like they had when they won chips. And that's just the thing. I mean, we talked about, you know, and I don't know what Bear was going to be before he shuffled off the USC. He didn't really pop or do anything statistically out there. That defense was terrible, and he was no big, you know, shakes out there. But when you go back and look at that SEC championship game, and, and you say, why couldn't you come up with a plan to go get Jalen Miller on the ground the way Michigan did, right? It's like, you, you watch that Michigan Rose Bowl, you're like, well, damn, Georgia could have done that, right? Yeah. Yep. Or Michigan's defense was just playing better than Georgia's. And and you're right. I think that's one area where you do say they've got to have to going to have to kind of tighten it up. They held um, Alabama to 114 yards rushing, but Milrow was still able to shake loose and make some of those throws that killed you and yeah. move the chains. I just felt like those two years when they won chips, the defensive line was in, impenetrable. It just like you weren't going to mm. run the ball against them, right? And remember, I think both of those defenses, the first one was historic. 
right? I think right. it was like 10 points a game or something of that nature. And then the next time we came back and said, oh, it won't be as good, and I think they gave up like 12 or 13 points a game. Well, yeah, because everyone, when Jordan Davis goes, and then it's like, well, then you realize Jalen Carter is even more of a force. That's right. And they, but they had depth, and they, had, they were able to do That's the one area where you're right. Despite and and we're going to see it evolve. That's why. What was that, Chris? We had it. Somebody ranked Georgia's returning players like forty seventh, which crazy. is crazy. ESPN did that. But yeah, these are all five star guys. But you are, to your point, Carl, expecting those guys to kind of just grow and fill in that spot the way those other class you just talked about did. Bulldogs also looking to improve uh, on the edges, uh, outside linebackers. There's some areas. Again, team's going to be good. We know that there'll be talent there. But when you talk about why Georgia was in these national championships, defense. Offense was scoring points like we said they had to, but the defense is what allowed them to be in those games and obviously win those championships. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.